Grace, mercy, and peace are yours through the knowledge of God the Father and his Son, our resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word for your spiritual growth this morning has been read to you from the lectern from the book of Acts chapter 9. In Christ alone, dear Christian friends, most of us have bought something from a store and had to take it home to assemble it. Whether it was a gas grill, a birdhouse, or maybe a child's toy, the box contained all the parts and hopefully the instructions. And if you actually read the instructions, there probably was a list of tools required for assembly. Tools, instruments, all to get the job done. You know, that's how our gracious God works. All of us are instruments in the hands of God. He he chooses those whom he needs for specific tasks in his kingdom. Today, we hear how the Apostle Paul became such an instrument. We also hear that we are God's instruments. Uh, But there's a problem with being instruments in the hands of God. The instruments we received at birth were broken. Broken because we have a sinful nature. We're basically self-centered. Our ambitions, our desires, Focus on ourselves, on good old number one. So by nature, we didn't want to be used as God's instruments. We didn't want to give up our plans to be used by someone else. Our human reason says, why should I be someone else's gopher? Now look at Paul. He was a respected, proud Pharisee. He had power and position and prestige. He was even entrusted with the assignment of rounding up Christians by the Jewish leaders. He had rejected the idea that Jesus was the Messiah, and he was determined to stamp out or to put in jail anyone who believed that Jesus was the Messiah. Him be God's instrument to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ? (laughs) Never. He was broken by a self-serving, sinful attitude and ways. There's a story that's told about a Danish emperor who was visiting his subjects in a faraway village many, many centuries ago. And out of the crowd in the marketplace came a young farmer with a very special request for the emperor. Your majesty, grant me a favor. Give me a special blessing. The emperor thought for a moment and surprised everyone with his response. Get into my carriage and come home with me. Marry my daughter and become my son-in-law. Live as a prince 
in my palace. Wow, that really sounded good at first. But then, as the peasant thought about how people in a palace lived and dressed, he started having second thoughts. No more Saturday nights at the tavern with his friends. No more comfortable peasant clothes. There would be baths every night, proper etiquette at meals, duties of an official nature. The peasant stopped and lowered his eyes and said, No, Your Majesty, no thank you. It would be too much for me. He wasn't ready. How about you? Are you ready? Are you ready to give up your goals and your personal ambitions for God's plan for you? Do you want to be an instrument in the hands of the Lord even though you are a broken sinner? You see, the problem of our being broken instruments doesn't stop God. Our reluctance, our self-centeredness didn't deter God whatsoever. That's because he has the power to deal with all of that. In Saul's case, it was the bright light and voice of Jesus on that road to Damascus. Saul was led into the city, we're told, and for three days had nothing to eat or drink. He simply prayed. Now, what do you think? Saul was, what was on Saul's mind for all of that time? No doubt, he was thinking about Jesus. Was he really the Messiah, as some people had said? Were the rumors true that he had physically risen from the dead? And why were people like Stephen willing to die for him? How could it have been that Stephen had such a look of peace on his face when the stones knocked him out and eventually killed him? Well, then God told Ananias, to go over to that blind man who was praying in the house of Judas on Straight Street. And Ananias wasn't quite ready either. Not quite ready to be the obedient, trusting instrument of God. He reminded God of who this man was, of all the harm he had done to Christians, and why he had come to Damascus. But God gave the order, go. This man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. Those words, my chosen instrument, in the original Greek, are a general term for anything you might want to use to accomplish your purpose. When God used that term, Ananias and Saul knew what he meant. They were to be God's instruments to carry out God's plan for building his kingdom of grace. So God took Saul as a broken, sinful instrument and repaired him. Saul was instructed, baptized, forgiven, and filled with the Holy Spirit. 
He was changed from being self-centered to Christ-centered. He became God's instrument. He believed and understood who Jesus is and what it meant for Jesus to come and suffer and die for the sins of the world. Later, he expressed his commitment to the gospel in these well-known words. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. On another occasion, he had said, I am ready to die for the sake of the Lord Jesus. Yes, by God's grace, Paul was changed and shaped by God, the master potter, the master repair person. All of that to become all things to all men so that by all possible means I might save some, Paul said. God dealt with the sinful nature, the self-centeredness, the reluctance of Paul, Saul, by means of the gospel. How about us? We were broken instruments, broken to the point of being useless, hopeless, and helpless. Jesus suffered and died to repair our brokenness. He went to the cross to pay for our sins. He was raised for our justification. We have been baptized, and the Holy Spirit has created saving faith in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit has given us new life in Christ. And throughout the years, God has continued to change, to shape, to mold our hearts, our lives, so that he can use us as his repaired, forgiven instruments. God's master plan, his unchangeable will, is that all people come to a knowledge of the truth and be saved. That's why he has commissioned his church to make disciples of all nations. And that is done through the proclamation of the gospel and the administration of the sacraments the means of grace. God has special assignments and tasks that are necessary to carry out his plan. And God used the instrument of Ananias to instruct and baptize Saul. He used that broken instrument of Saul, known to us as Paul, to carry my name before the Gentiles from Jerusalem to Rome to plant churches, to train leaders, and to write the majority of the New Testament epistles. You know, I believe that God works kind of like taking down tools from the tool board, the saw to cut the board, the hammer to drive the nails, the screwdriver to set the screws. There's a story about a four-year-old boy and you know about four-year-old boys. <laughs> They're always asking questions. He was asking his parents questions like, what is Spot, our dog, doing? Daddy, what are you doing? Mommy, what are you doing? But then he asked another question. What is God doing? 
his dad had to stop and try to figure out that one. How would you answer that question? What is God doing right now? Do you see God at work making disciples through the gospel and word and sacrament? I hope you noticed this morning there was a baptism. There's God doing his thing, bringing another soul into his kingdom of grace. Are you involved in gospel ministry? If so, how are you involved? You know, there are many tasks and assignments. There are many different tools and instruments needed. You are God's instrument, once broken by sin, but now repaired and forgiven. Dear friends, don't hang on the tool board. Don't sit on the shelf. God wants you busy with the assignment that he has given you as a part of his plan. Do you need power? Do you need motivation? That's what the Lord's Supper is for. That's what his gospel is for. They assure us of the forgiveness of our sins of self, uh, selfishness and reluctance and standing idle. God, through his gospel, has repaired and changed us. He calls us and equips us to be his instruments. Amen.